Welcome, all you business geeks, to the Business Geeks Podcast, where we geek business. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts who push me every week to continue to be more super. This week, we are discussing uh, how to get more online reviews for your business, why you need it, how to get them, what, where to get them, even. Uh, we have uh, a, new, a, a new segment called uh, America versus Australia, where this week, we will be, uh, me and Jen will be trying to guess three business or three terms that you need to know uh, if, if you want to deal with uh, Aussies in business uh, and as well as some a couple of grind my gears including one that involves Comcast everyone loves to, to dump on Comcast but I, I I definitely have something to talk about and uh, it was a websites versus clients uh, startup version so looking forward to hear that uh, Jennifer Crawford the co-founder of Sparent.co Jennifer how are you feeling tonight uh, thanks for asking, Joe. I love that you care. Uh, I'm of course. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine. It's Memorial you grew. Day. Did you did you have a growth spurt in the last <laughs> uh, in the last week? It has come to my attention that I was low in the frame. <laughs> I don't, you know, these things don't come naturally to me being on video or anything of the sort. So I have raised my IKEA chair a few. It's as it's as high as it'll go, folks. Okay, so unless I grow uh, my upper body, it's this is this is where we're at. So that's <laughs> that's the deal. Um, it's Memorial Day, so I would it just is. like to take a moment to thank the brave men and women who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Nothing we do here could ever, ever compare to that. And, uh, you know, it's a day of honor, but honestly, like, you know, they're respected and appreciated every day of the year, as far as I'm concerned. So now we can proceed with a little less guilt for broadcasting on <laughs> this day of remembrance. <laughs> yes. But hey, you know, it's a it's a it's a weird day cuz I don't know if you're familiar Sam with with Memorial Day. Do you, you guys And we that? so we have a different day called Anzac Day, but it is a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it, like people used to say just a few years ago it was okay to say happy Memorial Day. And now it's not okay. It probably wasn't okay then either, but people did it. In fact, I got an email from a, one of the businesses I deal with saying, Happy Memorial Day. We're, ha we're running a sale. I've seen and multiple it, Happy Memorial Days out there. Yeah. It's kind of, it kind of sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? It, 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 it is, is weird. It is weird. Mm. Well, it, it's, it's a lot like I, I feel like how Christians probably feel about Christmas um, for the agnostics and non-Christians out there who still celebrate Christmas because it's more... Americana, like it's tradition, Santa Claus, it has little to do with, you know, Christ, but it has a lot to do with American tradition. So I, I feel like it's a little analogous, right? Like I think um, for a lot of people who might not have family who serve, um, you know, it becomes a three-day weekend and it's all about barbecuing outside because the time of the year, people are finally able to get outside. And so it becomes more about that and less about the real reason that we're celebrating this day as i've gotten older i've gotten much more cognizant of the somberness of, <laughs> of the holiday and um so yeah you're right though like happy memorial day just 
I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me now. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it, we can be happy because of the sacrifices that were made to allow us to be free to do like it there's the totally. other side of it right there's so, layers there's layers so it, it, you know and it means something different to each person so like mm -hmm. you know pe people who have lost family members or close friends are not going to be like hey let's light some fireworks off and enjoy it. i don't know why like i don't understand the fireworks on memorial day thing like i get it's like the start of summer but like summer doesn't really start until what like the end of june or something like the end of or beginning of july i don't even know um, but yeah, I don't, I don't totally get it either. Uh, but either way, I hope that everybody, uh, you know, I don't want to say celebrate cause that's not really the right word, but honored the day, the way that they, they, uh, feel is, is on, is, um, help me with the word here, uh, appropriate. For them. There we go. Yeah. See, we didn't need yes. to help you. You we did it all on your own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I got to uh, give myself a thing for that. All right. I'm very tired, by the way. I've been up since like four. You say that every morning. show, Joe. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I, it, every show, every day, every Monday, I happen to be up super early uh, and doing a lot of things these these days. Um, so anyway, I'm, we're also joined by Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.Global. How are you feeling to this morning? I am feeling good, Joe and Jen. Great to be back here on another Tuesday, like, back, you know, in the future. Um, yes. It, it's good, but, but we're <laughs> not going into summer and it's very grey and it's raining outside. And, you know, it's this time of the year that I'm normally preparing to head to the Northern Hemisphere to chase the summer around the world. But no, this year I have to pull up my big girl panties and stay cold and wet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like everyone's just like, oh, Sam, we're so sorry for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I'm fantastic. <laughs> and how about yeah. you, Jay? How are you feeling today? Besides uh, tired. Uh, time, besides tired, I'm feeling uh, accomplished. The room, the room in here is coming uh, together nicely. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good about that. Uh, hopefully, it'll get painted in the next couple of weeks. But, uh, but it's very functional, and the kids are loving it. They love the, the dance party lights that I installed, and yeah, oh, that's it's, so cool. it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good time out here. So. Yeah. So anyway, this this uh, week we're talking about how to get more online reviews uh, for your business, and and why it's important, and how to do it, and where to get them, and what you know what to what you can do to coerce your uh, your your customers to go and do it. So uh, Jen, you wanna you wanna kick us off here? Oh, is this always false to me, and I am never prepared? Well, you know what? I was actually gonna say, oh, can okay, I start yeah. this week? Is oh, that okay? okay. Yeah, because. Because Thank goodness. Thank I'll ask before we start now. I'll ask before we I was there actually thinking as I was getting ready, we always just leave it to Jen. And I thought <laughs> that was probably, you know, this is the week that she's going to be completely taking the show just about because in a, I was very selfish and said to her last week, I know nothing about online reviews. I know you are the absolute genius at that. I don't know how I got this, this moniker, by the way. Right, because, because every, you, every time I ask you a question, you know the answer. So that means you're a genius. Okay. So, so I have asked Jen to do this. Yes. Bell for Jen. And, um, and I just wanted to say that thank you, Jen, for saying that you would go through this topic because I know for the next hour, pretty much, this is going to fall on your shoulders. I know nothing about online reviews apart from the fact that as a customer, I use them online. That is it. Well, that's half of it. I mean, that's at least half of it. Just because you can see how your 
behavior with online reviews affects your purchasing decisions and extrapolate that into why it's important to businesses. So you probably know, I know you know, a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for. <laughs> As usual. Oh, Jen. <laughs> well, I think, I think we, 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 we definitely all know it just because there's a, the technical end of like what's important for what kind of business doesn't necessarily mean that like the how like the how to get them and things like that how to coerce people into doing those types of uh ancillary things for ancillary auxiliary one of those words uh for your for you and your company and why that's that's important um totally so, yeah. i was yeah when i was in san diego last year the hotel that i stayed at when i checked in she said no if you like your stay you know she gave me a little card and said this is my name and leave me a review and i thought well that's great for a hotel that's super easy you're at you're at the desk you know who the person is you know you've been told exactly this is the url to go to this is what you say but what about for the rest of us that don't have people coming to a counter where we're dealing with them like that. And it, it just kind of made me think, hmm, there's got to be another way. There, there has to be. And I'm questioning even the timing of the request for that review because you've at that point, you've had very little experience. You haven't had your hotel experience, right? You're just checking in, mm -hmm. which um, I could argue is probably the most annoying part of any hotel experience is checking <laughs> in, particularly if there's a line. Uh-huh. Like you're in Vegas on a Friday. It's, you know, pre-pandemic. It's no fun. <laughs> so I think the timing of, we're going to get to this, but the timing of when you ask your customers for review is um, in their journey with you is super important. So I would I would nix that, like asking it right out of the gate. One, it's too early. You don't have an opinion yet. By the time you do have an opinion, you would have lost that card and not be thinking about it. Um, I, I would recommend they approach you for that review towards the end of your stay or after you get home, mm -hmm. something um, along those lines. So, you know, do something really nice in the customer service uh, from a customer service angle as you're departing the hotel. I know the trend is like, you know, express checkout, right? So very little contact with the hotel on your way out the door. Um, but I think that's also a missed opportunity to have um, some really stellar customer service um, that you could pair with the reminder that your review is very meaningful to them. Um, mm. So, That's yeah, such we're just, an awesome, we're just so awesome. Right yeah, so awesome. So well, it's um, like anything else, right? It's like yeah. when you come to my website and I'm like, "Hey, sign, sign up for this or like do this thing," and like, and it's like I've never even been to the site before. Like, hold on a second. Oh yeah, it's like it's like the website pop-ups. You you're on the site, you're not even there three seconds, and then there's a big pop-up to like sign up for my email list or this or that, and it's so big you can't see the rest of the site, and you've got to figure out where the little tiny you know grayed out X is. To, or you're or you're on mobile, and it's just like mobile. it doesn't, oh, it hang doesn't on, scale hang on. properly. And Isn't you're it like, Moby's? Didn't Moby's? we decide oh, that it's Moby's? Yeah. It's Moby's. <laughs> it is uh, come on come on i'm sorry super joe pardo but this was something we agreed upon as a group yes you're right you yeah. said it too <laughs> don't, don't try to throw me under the bus no i said i said moby's enthusiastically you're like mwah, mwah, moby. well because i didn't say i did i, I oh, oh that was That's that was self-disappointment not a disappointment in the word okay um, yeah, you're exactly right. So it, it's exactly like that. It's like those annoying pop-ups. And I I encounter them probably at least 60% of the websites I visit. And if it's a first-time visit, I just want to, 
I want to leave and never return. I'm so annoyed. Um, <laughs> okay. So Sam, did you kick it off the way you wanted to kick it off? Am I trampling? Am I trampling? Already? No, no. Like really take it away, Jen. Like we, we want you to take the reins this week and run with it. Well, <laughs> I, will, I will do my best. I, I do love this topic because I think managing your reputation online is something that every business has got to not only take seriously, but I think and having an online review strategy incorporated into your marketing strategy is almost, you know, required at this point. So, um if you're not convinced, I want to let you know that reviews do help you get found online. Um, they do improve your overall SEO search ranking. Um, it uh, a lot of like reviews will give your business credibility through that social proof. They do give you an opportunity to connect with your customers, um, reply to their feedback, both good and bad feedback. We'll get to that later. Um, you can drive terrific business intel from your reviewers by what good things they're saying and what bad things they're saying. When you see those consistent comments on either side of that spectrum, um, you're hearing the truth about your business. Reviews also facilitate word of mouth marketing. Um, the return on investment in that is great. We all want word of mouth marketing because it doesn't cost us anything, right? Mm. You don't need to pay mm. for a Facebook ad if other people are just already talking about you and recommending you and instilling confidence in future customers. Well, totally. I would, I would yeah. believe something that I saw from a friend way more than I would believe an advertisement. That's well, what it comes down to. Yes, absolutely. And there's even proof that like 83% of people trust the reviews of strangers just as much as they trust the word of their friends. Like just having somebody write a coherent, thoughtful review um, and give that rating and put it out there in a public forum um, is just as trustworthy to to a lot mm. of people. So luckily there are a lot of studies about these online reviews and we're gonna be throwing some fun stats at you because I think they're compelling and they tell you a lot about human nature and their and purchase decisions, um, which is really what we all wanna know as business people. Why do people we've never met before decide to do business with us? Why do they choose our service mm. over another service? Why do they buy our product over a similar product? And these online reviews uh, really can tip the scales one way or another. So, Jen, tell me, well, I personally use reviews for eating out, dining out, you know, when we can, um, mm -hmm. for hotels, for, you know, for trips, for, you know, when we got our new internet connected, I had a look at internet providers. But what about for service-based businesses like the three of us are in? How do um, like how do online reviews reflect what what we're doing? I think they can work just the same way. I think the problem with businesses like ours is we're we're not accustomed to seeking reviews for maybe mm -hmm. online businesses, and so we're out of practice, not in the habit of asking for them. And and I'm guilty of this as well. As much as I love looking for looking at reviews, reading reviews, making purchase decisions on reviews. It just occurred to me like recently that I really need to be asking my clients to review. So I got like my first Facebook review last month. I'd already been um, collecting like testimonials from clients. And mm -hmm. because I'm a B2B business, I um, we're very proactive about reviewing our customers' businesses and providing them with testimonials. And 100% of the time, they 
they'll return the favor if they already if they haven't already provided a, a review mm -hmm. or testimonial. So that's one way to garner uh, those. If you're a biz, you know an online business, you're dealing with business to business. Um, but yeah, it's really just just a habit and really incorporating it into your marketing strategy. You mm. have to ask. They do they do have meaning. Anybody that goes to your Facebook business page will see any reviews that you have there, beginning with your overall star rating. And then they can drill down and read comments if people provide them. So and that's probably for us where people will will see the reviews first. Mm. Well, that was what I was going to say. Like, there's lots of different places to leave reviews. What's yeah. the best? Is it Facebook? Is it Google? Is it, you know, is it Yelp? Is it like, how, how do you know? You, I think you have to, you have to, yeah. you've got to spread it out. You have to have reviews in as many places as possible because just like your mark, you know, just like when you're marketing, you don't know, you know, your audience can be in multiple places. It's the same for people who read reviews. Some people, their go-to is Google reviews, right? They just, they go to Google. Um, and, and it may be the, the leading review site right now, you know, so if you don't have a Google My Business page, you might want to think about getting one. Uh, mm -hmm. Facebook is up there. Yelp is up there. TripAdvisor. People don't think about that. But if you're in um, the restaurant, hospitality, any sort of anything having to do with a, a destination, people, things that people will do when they're visiting your town from hotels to escape rooms to public restrooms. I mean, they're all they're all reviewed on TripAdvisor and they're reviewed in detail because people are trying to help other people who are visiting have a decent experience. So a lot of people don't think about TripAdvisor. So yeah, I mean those are those are some of the those are some of the big ones. I feel like I'm I'm leaving something out, but I think those are those are the main ones. Of course, they're Amazon. Uh, if you have a product, you know, Amazon reviews are are huge for um, for products. So yeah, you want to wherever, whatever's suitable for your business, you want to be in as many review places as possible. No, mm. I, I would say that the reason that people like us forget it is because we're not standing at a counter, like dealing mm. with the, you know, dealing with customers coming over the counter. Um, and I would also like when, when you asked uh, Sam, like wh which one, you know, how do you decide which one to pick? To me, like it, it really depends on where you want your, your discoverability is right now and where you're putting your focus in. Because like, unless you have a huge budget with like a lot of people working, you know, just in the marketing department, you have to pick one, right? And and focus on that until you can bolster it, right? So you you pick like, okay, well, we're gonna start with Google because we want people to find us through Google searches. And then when they see it there, I want them to see five stars with like a hundred reviews, at least a hundred reviews. So like you, you, you got to work on peppering that, right? Getting people to like, Hey, can you go to this link, develop a, a like a pretty link or something? So you can send me like, Hey, go to mybusiness.com slash review. And that's going to take you right to the Google page. And you'll already be logged in because everyone's got a Google account and, and just type it in. And I've seen it where um, businesses have even had like, um, kind of like a Mad Lib uh, in some cases where they'll hand you like like a little like card that has like, here, mm -hmm. here's like the ideas of what you can say, you know, to get you started in case you don't know. If you're not used to writing reviews, I get it. Not a big deal. Mm. We already got you covered to get you started. Out yeah, I think you make a good point. I mean, that is a huge tip is make it as easy as possible for your customers to review. And right, we're so we're not at a physical location where we're like face-to-face -face in physical uh, contact with our customers in and out. 
But we are in contact with our customers. We um, have email marketing campaigns. We have social media. Um, we have our website. Uh, displaying your positive reviews is a big indicator that reviews are important to you. Um, you know, providing that pretty link in the email marketing. Um, I think it's it's more than just asking. I think you do have to communicate why, like why it's important. Like as a small business, your feedback is important to us and it helps other people find us. Um, so if you had a great experience, we really appreciate, you know, you telling other people about it. People are um, innately kind, I think. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think particularly now, this is a great time to ramp up your um, online review strategy because I think people are really aching to, to help small businesses right now. And if they can't do it financially, this is something they can do that makes a strong impact and doesn't cost anything but a few minutes of their time. Mm, um, yeah. Ross has a question. Do you need a physical address for your business to get reviews on Google and Facebook? Um, you used to have a, a Google My Business page. You used to have to have a physical address. They, yes, I they no longer my address for that. To get they no that. longer require it. it just recently, it? just recently. Oh, okay. So you no longer require it. However, I will say I, I'm just now registering my Google My Business page. Um, it is it is designed by nature. It is designed for local businesses. So for me, I have a an online businesses business. So I, you know, we are a virtual agency. We can serve anybody really in the world. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to narrow down my service area, and I'm going to use Google My Business um, at, as close to true as true to its nature as I can, um, in hopes that just you know I'm I am I live in one place in one locale. I think there's something to be said for capturing leads um, near you, whether you're an online business or not. I think people like to do business with people online that are close to them. I think there's something to be said for that. Um, there's some, you know, built-in familiarity maybe. Um, plus, I just want to, you know, I want the the SEO power of having those Google mm. reviews and, um, and it does help your SEO having Google reviews helps your SEO. Replying to your Google reviews helps it even more. I just want to go back and touch very, very quickly, Jen, on something you said before um, Ross asked his awesome question. Uh -huh. um, you were talking about leaving reviews and I've been leaving reviews online for probably four or five years now because as a business owner, I know what it takes for people to yeah. provide great service. So mm -hmm. I, I just always want to reward great service because I feel that so many people are so quick to judge bad service but keep quiet on good service. Mm -hmm. But I think that as business owners that we all should be adopting that too, that if we, we're almost like a mirror, right? If we want to be getting good reviews, then I think it's up to us to take the time out to leave good reviews for other people that we come into contact with as well. Absolutely, Sam. And I have some good news because I often get um, people who are just anti-online reviews for their business because of trolls, because of negative reviews. They um, they just would rather kind of put the put their head in their in the in their uh, put their head in the sand. I didn't know where you were going with that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so sorry. I, I'm looking for my, my copious notes. Okay. So what my point is negative reviews can actually work in your favor. And I you know I and I know that is hard to believe, but 72% of business to business buyers say negative reviews give depth and insight into a product. And in fact, if you have 
a perfect five-star rating on any review site, <laughs> people tend to, to be suspicious. They think they're, nobody's that good. They must have paid for reviews. So they, they, they don't want, they're actually more likely to buy from you if you have like a 4.2 or a 4.5 rating than a five rating. So don't be so um, afraid of people leaving a negative review. Also, the review site algorithms are pretty sophisticated and if and they pick up troll reviews, um, if not immediately, they will get filtered out and they have various ways to pick them up. Um, you can always try to get them removed, reach out, that's harder. Um, I would just, I would rely on filters, uh, the algorithms filtering them out if you get a troll review. Um, and I'd also just rely on people's intelligence. If if you get all four or five star reviews, there's one troll, one star troll review in there. I don't think it's going to take down your business. No, um, you can you can see it, right? You you can see yeah. right through it. Yeah. 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 When I saw those stats that you put in there, at first I was like, that's really bizarre. But the more I thought about it, I yeah. thought that that is true because I am I do sometimes scroll down and go, okay, where's the negative? There's got to be one here yeah. somewhere. And you can tell whether it's something that's got some substance to it or whether it's just a troll. And that's super helpful to understand how to interact with the other reviews. And what's interesting is that I've left a five-star review. It was years ago on Google for a company that I use. I've been clients of theirs since the, pretty much the day they open. Fantastic company. And just recently, I've been getting um, uh, messages through Facebook Messenger saying, mm -hmm. hey, look, we saw your Google review. Can you tell me, is it fake or is it real? Because the company actually does have so many good reviews and because the review that I have is absolutely glowing because this company is fantastic, mm -hmm. it's really interesting. But here's, the, here's even the more interesting thing is that I answer everyone and say, yes, it is definitely, you know, definitely a real review and, you know, this is my experience with that company. I've been with them for this long. This is what they do for me. And I usually take a screenshot and send it to the business owner. Yeah. And he gets 100% conversion from those people that have reached out to me. That is That's amazing. Awesome. I love that. Um, there was a study done by Wompley. I'm not sure who Wompley is. But in 2019, they did a study. And they found that five-star businesses earn less in revenue than businesses with a one to one and a half star rating. This is bizarre. This one I can't get my head around. It's it's the trust factor. People don't trust. If they see a perfect score, they think it can't be true. Like they, they think it must be littered with fake reviews or purchased reviews because they think that uh, if you have reviews, you know, there has to be somebody in there that is going to give you a ding for something. It's just in human nature, right? In a review <laughs> site to be critical. So it just... Um, it lets doubt and suspicion enter the equation. So again, mm. don't, don't be afraid of negative reviews. Not only do you get intelligence from them, but it can actually make your business more trustworthy. So, so, I, I, so I love that study. I, yeah, no, I, I, well, I think it's also uh, a testament to how the company responds to it. Because like, you know, at the mm. uh, repair shop, like we've gotten some pretty negative reviews I'll bet. <laughs> every single time I took the time to go and respond to it they never responded back so it's like so if I'm you know if you're looking through like okay why is why is there a two-star rating here and you say like oh the company responded you know neutrally like asking for like let's get more information let's get in touch let's get together 
um, and figure this out. Like, and then no, there's no reply there. Well, then I'm left to think like, well, I mean, the business is obviously doing something right or something well. Mm. I mean, mm. I know I've been able to take uh, negative feedback and negative reviews and and turn those people into fans of what. Oh of, yeah, of my absolutely, hundred percent. You know, because well, it's like usually it's just a misunderstanding unless it's like, oh, I bought the thing and it was like totally broken. And or or I saw I saw a review for a MacBook on Micro Center's website and it was a one star review and it said, when are you guys going to finally have these in stock? <laughs> and I'm like, somebody decided to take the time to write a review, put one star on a, on a product, on a specific product and complain that they don't have it in stock okay. during a pandemic. That's are you an outlier. It's an outlier. Mm. Yeah, ultimately, yeah. Th- that's always going to happen. I mean, there are people that will give a one-star review because the place was closed when they showed up. That's really common. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and, and it's my favorite thing to do is to look at how a business replies to negative reviews, and it really doesn't matter if the person who reviewed you replied. They're most likely they're not going to reply, right? Mm. But what it does is it gives you a public-facing place to show other people who encounter that review that you care about your business, you care about your customers, you care about fixing a problem, that is going to basically cure the review, right? It's going to, to me, I'm like, I don't really care what the complaint was now that I know that the business owner like replied personally and is trying to fix it. Really, that is all that matters. That is all that matters. Totally. Absolutely. Ross thinks this is a fun topic. I, I so do I, Ross. I do too. <laughs> I'm so I, glad that we're doing this topic. I love a fun, <laughs> a fun topic. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Can we um, talk about the the top online review sites, Jen? You've mentioned a few, yeah. but really, like, if we want to dive into it, actually, yeah. you have, haven't you? Yeah, Google My Business, Yelp, Facebook, Amazon, TripAdvisor. Um, there are also sites sites like Angie's List, which you have to um, you have to be a member, like uh, the people who read those reviews. Um, Hang on, did you say Angie's List? Angie's List, yeah. Is it's, that like Craig's husband? Like, what? What is that? <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's like I would, yeah. It's like, like for for a lot of, like contractors, like home, uh, you know, people that come into your house and fix things and build things. Got it. Um, but it's a very trusted review site because you have to to pay to see the reviews, and um, it's very. Um, very well curated in the sense that you're not going to get a spam review on there. Like only you can only review if you've paid to be a part of Angie's list. So there's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a safety net there. Um, So that's not a pure online review site in the sense that not anybody can review, but it's a certainly a trusted um, review site. And I have a friend who has a business. She has a cat sitting company and she told me at one point, I think she gets like, 70 something, 70% of her new business comes from Angie's list because wow. she's gotten so many great reviews on there and they give like rewards when you've have so many, you know, so many great reviews. And so she's, you know, she gets a lot of business through there because people, people trust it. And, you know, when you have somebody coming into your home, when you're out of town, um, those reviews are going to be super important. Yeah. Mm. yeah awesome. Yeah. Can I throw some more stats at you? Yeah, please do. Throw away. (laughs) Uh, I just want to make sure that everybody leaves this episode um, really being convinced that these online reviews are worth your attention and worth putting time into gathering. 
Uh, nearly 95% of shoppers read online reviews before making a purchase. And that was a study from Spiegel Research Center in 2017. So I think since then, if nothing else, we've probably gotten more reliant on online reviews. I would reviews. have thought so. Yeah. Wow. And just yeah. think higher than 95%. That makes it a no brainer. That actually, that actually makes me think that every single business owner must do this as part of their business strategy. It's not a, it's not a, oh, maybe we'll get to that anymore. Like I'm just starting to realize how important this is. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a coach. I don't care what you do for business. You need reviews. Now, a review for some might look more like a LinkedIn recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which Ross uh, mentioned just Ross before. Yep. Oh, did he? Yeah. I, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the value of LinkedIn, LinkedIn recommendations if you're a yes. consultant or a consultant coach, et cetera. Right. So for personal brands, people that are that work one-on-one with customers, I think um, requesting a LinkedIn recommendation or actually with LinkedIn, I think it's reciprocity that works the best. Like, mm-hmm. you know, recommend and endorse your clientele. Um, I think that's probably all, all you need to do in order to to get the same in return. Um, but a lot of these, you know, you can, you can work simultaneously. Um, so yeah, I, I think if you're not doing that, people need social proof right now. Um, they just do. Um, we're, we don't have a problem spending money, I think in America, but we're, we're not frivolous. I don't think we're frivolous with our money. We want to make sure that it goes to the right place. Mm. A one-star increase on Yelp. So if you go from a three-star to a four-star business can lead to a five to 9% increase in business revenue. That's from the Harvard Business School study from 2016. A five to 9% increase in business revenue for a restaurant, really any business is huge. A one-star. And you can do things to increase your stars that, again, take very little investment. Um, I... I did like this really thorough like uh, Yelp review study, just a personal project. And I found that if your restaurant is clean, just clean, if you get praised for cleanliness, your bathrooms are clean, the floors are clean, the tables are clean, everything is spotless, you will get a, a, an extra star in the rating just for that. Even mm. if the food is not good, people, and particularly now, can you imagine? This was like a year ago when I did this, but can you imagine now how important cleanliness is? People Joe Joe mentioned that on a on an episode a few weeks ago, yeah. right? When you were coming back from your trip and you went, I can't remember the I name of the Chick fil A because Yeah, we, because yeah, you we, knew that it was like, gonna be clean. And yeah, it was. It was very yeah. like you walked in the bathroom and you could smell the bleach like everywhere. The other thing is good service, friendly service, being greeted when you enter, like smiling, you know, just caring about your customers, that will earn you a review, despite like an extra star in the review, despite other factors that might not be as pleasant. Mm. So cleanliness and friendliness, I say, are, you know, those things will get you an extra star and not cost you anything. Mm, nice work. That's what you're supposed to do. Because <laughs> so many people yeah, well, don't that's what, what they're supposed to do. That's what ratings are all about, right? It's us yeah. rating what you know what we got from a service or a product compared to what we expected. I think that's that's what a review is. Absolutely. And remember, people are inspired to write a review when they have extreme experiences. So when they have an extremely bad experience, but also when they have an extremely good experience. So going that extra mile can really inspire reviews. Um 
Yeah. So, so, so just think about that. Obviously there are things we're going to talk about some other things you can do to encourage more reviews, hopefully good ones. And we're just going to go by the baseline that um, these are going to be good reviews because you're running a, a tight ship, a good business, mm -hmm. good service, <laughs> good products, everything and all that, all that. So what, oh, all right, well, well, hold on, let's go say the other end of it then. Like how do okay. we turn it around? If we, if we got, you know, we have a bunch of bad reviews. Yeah. Um, we do take the time to respond to them mm -hmm. in some cases, uh, whether or not we do a good job at, them at, at that or not is, is another case. But, um, you know, we're, I, I'm getting a bunch of bad reviews and, and I'm not sure how I should be handling it. Mm. I mean, we are, I, like I said, like you already are get like you're, you know, you need to answer them. Don't delete them. Whatever mm -hmm. you do, do not delete them. In fact, there was, um, in what was it? In the podcast movement group, I think it was, uh, somebody was like, hey, uh, I interviewed this guy and somebody that is a customer of his business wrote, uh, wrote a comment on my website about how they're like scam artists and I've been waiting for my blah, blah, blah thing from them and I haven't received it. And it, talking about the person that was interviewed. Um, and they're like, I don't know what I should do about this. And my answer was either reply or, or don't reply, but don't delete it. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't delete it. Cause you're just going to like flan, fan the flames of, of trollism. And yeah. you're, you're going to be you know, staring at a bus rolling down, downhill at you. Um, if you, if you go and delete it. So, you know, to me, I'd rather just ignore it. In fact, I, I've, I've seen that. Like I've had people on my show that I've gotten people to write, people have written comments on the YouTube video, on the comments on my website. They're like, Hey, that person's a scam artist. And, that the story that they told isn't true. And, and not just like one person, but like multiple people have reached out about this specific episode. Uh, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what to, like, I, you know. Well, those are comments, right? So comments are different than online reviews. Because online reviews, you typically can't, you can't delete them, right? They're there at your mercy right. or at the mercy yes. of the review well, site. You can flag comments on like YouTube, you can. And, and yeah, I can delete it on my website. Yeah, I guess I'm differentiating between comments and online reviews. Well, yeah. yeah. Where, where you're getting like a, a star rating of, of some sort. Um, so in terms of bad reviews, if you're getting a lot of bad reviews, my, um, I hate to tell you this, but there's probably something seriously wrong with, with your business. So I would look for, again, the consistent comments. You've got to take your ego out of the equation. It can't be defensive. I think you have to approach it as a learning opportunity. Um, Mm -hmm. Typically, it's it's customer service, right? It's usually customer service. That's the mm -hmm. issue. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a restaurant, it's usually the food or customer service or cleanliness. Um, other businesses, it tends to be customer service related. You didn't show up on time. You didn't return my call. You know, the work you did was shoddy. Maybe that's, that's the deal. Um, but look for the consistent comments and fix it. And then let people know that you fixed it, how you're fixing it, that you're on it, that you appreciate this, this insight that you didn't have for whatever reason. But now you've got people in place. You're correcting it. You've got better people on the job. Um, just fix it. I mean, really, that's the only thing you can do. You can complain about the reviews until the cows come home. But until you fix the problem, you're going to continue getting them. You have little control over this. Um, the only control you have is fixing the problem. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I would do.
I think that there's something that I'd like to add here in regards to when you do reply. Don't do it when you first read it and you're all hot-headed and you're all upset. <laughs> like walk away from it and collect your thoughts before yes. you reply. I know years ago we got a one-star review on Facebook from someone that had done wrong by us. So it actually wasn't mm -hmm. our our fault. We'd already dealt with the situation. He put up a one-star review. I'm so I, I really wanted to, to go full at it, you know, when I read it. But instead, luckily, I walked away, walked back an hour later, wrote, this is how we dealt with it. I don't understand why you're writing this because you know that this has happened. And he actually deleted the review. Yeah. And sent me a message and apologised. So, yeah, just walk away if you're hot-headed like me. <laughs> yeah, walk away. Or if, you know, sometimes I've seen where the owner is just not the best person to reply because mm -hmm. maybe English isn't their first language or they are hot-headed or they're defensive. In that case, you really need somebody, a manager, a customer service, a success manager uh, in place that can reply intelligently and kindly and and um, constructively to, to the comment. And if that's not you as the business owner, um, the worst thing you can do is get on there and reply and not make sense, not address the problem, be defensive, deny that it happened. Because again, everybody sees your comment. It's yep. not mm. private. You know, um, mm. I think you do have the option uh, to reply privately. But um, yeah, in the most cases, it's going to be a public comment and it can reflect even worse on you if mm -hmm. you reply You're going to look like the grandparents mm. sending the, the writing on your wall as if it's a private message. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's what you don't want. Oh, I love want. that, Joe. <laughs> we it, do not want that. <laughs> no. it's, it's not good. And, you know, I, I have been influenced by online reviews, the fact that I was going to a, a local business, a local a local, just like a pub, like a little bistro on a regular basis. And we liked it. It was a little pricey, but we liked it. We thought it was nice. Uh, but I was reading the reviews and they were getting consistently bad reviews on their service. Like ding, 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 grumpy, cold. They don't smile. They, they tell you to turn your laptop off. They turn the Wi-Fi off. I mean, kind of like just grumpy, curmudgeon -y owners, right? And it actually, even though that hadn't been my experience, I actually sort of absorbed those negative reviews and I stopped really wanting to go to that business. Oh, Even, no. Isn't that weird? But this is the power of the of the online review, particularly yeah. the cons those consistent comments. Like you're like, I'm like, this has got to be the truth that too many people are having this ex this exact same experience. Oh, you just you're just proving that they're true. Yeah, they have power. And and the thing that's uh, frightening or that should frighten you as a business owner is that if you ignore your online reviews or don't pay attention to them, you are blind to the business that you are missing out because of them. Because it's not like I called them up and say, just wanted to let you know you're not seeing me because... I'm reading your online reviews and they're kind of turning me off from your business. Like nobody's calling you and telling you they didn't, they're not coming because of the bad reviews. They're just not coming. Yeah. Mm. I, and I think that hits a, I tried to get ding there. Cause that, that hits on like the, the biggest part of it all, right? People take time out of their day to write something for you. It's constructive, even when it's not really constructive. Um, mm -hmm. Or you, it's hard for you to see how constructive it is. Cause you're like, no, we have the best service ever. And it's like, well, well, hold on a second there, because what yeah, you, you deem as the best service ever isn't necessarily what's the best service for everybody else. 
Um, and yeah, so it, it's one of those things where it's like you need to, to really see it for what it is, which is somebody taking the time out of their day to write something for you. And then you need to extract that and figure out how you can implement. It. You don't need to take every idea and like shove it into your box of the business, but you need to be, be able to figure out like, okay, what can I dissect out of this? What can I use from this? What can I take from this to make the business better and not just listen to like, well, they, they had a bad service. Well, they're, they, you know, look at the other reviews. And I think that's another thing to do now that I'm saying, like, I'll give myself a thing there. Look at the <laughs> other reviews that they're writing for other businesses and being mm. like, oh, they're not just writing negative reviews for everybody else. I, I'm the one negative review. What the heck? You know, yeah. well, I'm one of like three negative reviews out of out of 10 reviews that they wrote. Um, yeah. So it's it that I mean, that sheds a lot of light on the customer as well, because you don't have all the the details. You might not know who that person was even because I've, I've had that happen as well, where you don't know what customer it was. But you look at the other reviews and you start to see like, OK, so they, they were at this place and this place and they love this and they love that, but they didn't love this. And then look at that in relation to how they're writing the review about you. And you can just gain more insight into the people that are coming to your place without mm, them knowing mm, it, without being mm, creepy. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about getting ah. more reviews. Oh. I saw that comment. Oh. Ross. Yeah, and I was, do you know what? I was waiting for it, but I was like, no, because that's not today's topic. <laughs> yeah. No, Ross, it's not. We, we're not I feel like that's a completely it. different topic all of its own. It is. It's a different world podcasting than podcasting reviews than business because the podcast reviews don't matter as much. They're, they they're don't not, matter it's as not much. Helping you find, yeah. be found, or anything like that. So yeah. yeah. So there, we talked about it, Ross. There we go. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hopefully, we've convinced you to to make a concerted effort to increase your online reviews, and there are lots of things you can do to to make that happen. So number one, we've already mentioned it, outstanding, memorable customer service. Go that extra mile, be memorable, leave your clients, your customers feeling really good about doing business with you. Um, prime them, essentially. Make sure that they would be thrilled to write a review and to take the time because their experience with you has been so positive. Uh, Joe yeah. mentioned, uh, make it easy. Include the online review site badges on your website. Let loyal customers know how important their reviews are to your business. Make sure those links, the direct links to the review sites are included. So you take them right there. You want as little friction as possible between the ask and them being able to write that review and provide it for Asking you. Asking at the right time, like Sam said, right? Like, yes. Don't ask mm -hmm. as soon as you get there. And, and I would uh, add to that, like making it easy. Like if you have to get a post, uh, like um, index card size pieces of paper and be like, here, here's some like starter sentences, uh, fill, just fill in the blank and like, whatever you fill in the blank with, that's what you can write your review with. Make mm. it as, as seamless as possible. Use a pretty link. Uh, so it's just like mybusiness.com slash review. And you send that straight to Google because this month we're focusing on Google reviews. And next yeah. month we're going to focus yeah. on Yelp. And then next month we're going to focus on Facebook. And and then you get, you know, you get your 10, you get your 20, you get your 30 or 40. And it just starts to build up from there. And then uh, I would even go as far to, to potentially, I mean, people incentivize that as well, right? Like, oh, I own a yogurt shop. Like you'll get like two free ounces if you write an out, you know, write a review. You have to buy the yogurt still, but you'll get two free ounces on top of it if you write a review. That's controversial, um, Joe. That's controversial. Okay. So, okay. How about, well, no, a, I want to talk a about voucher, it a voucher for the next time you come to get that. So you have to consume it. 
and then you get the voucher. I mean, ultimately, it's a personal decision, right? I've I've heard arguments on both sides. That's why I want to stop you I, because I'm not sure a hundred percent of the right answer. But a lot of people encourage you not to pay or incentivize, you know, do small review bribes <laughs> um, because the review sites want to remain as honest as possible. And really, you want your reviews to come in as honestly as possible. With that said, people do it all the time. Um, I prefer what I call shadow rewards, like just have um, no internally in your business that if a customer you know, provides a review or a testimonial that you're going to do X, maybe it's sending them a thank you card with you know, a gift certificate or, or something. Maybe it's a small gift. Maybe it's a a discount I mean, I've gotten that from cheaper. Amazon stores. Like, hey, we'll yeah. give you a thirty dollars Amazon gift card if you if you uh, fill out a review. Yeah, I mean, people mm, do it all the that's time. That's a little too incentive. Th- I'm talking it's, like, yeah, it, like, and, here, and I think like, that's what Tim's talking off about. Five dollars off. It takes like it takes the honesty like out of it. I think. I think it takes yeah, the honesty I, out of it. Yeah. So I like shadow rewards. Like, just know, like, oh, like if a customer like reviews my business favorably then internally like at the very least we're going to send them a handwritten thank you card or something to we're going to do something to thank them but we're not going to advertise that there's an incentive for providing a review because then even me as a business owner i'm like did they really feel that way or is this just because they wanted thirty dollars off you know um if you have if you have a rewards program in place i would say like Tots in some rewards points there. You know what I mean? Like something that's like, you're not directly saying here's 20 bucks to say something nice about me, but like you obviously like coming here. So you're, you're part of the rewards program. We're, we're going to incentivize you to at least do, you know, to go do it and, and write something negative. Like I wouldn't care. Like I want, I want positive. Actually, Write something negative because I don't want a five star review. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, want, I, I want more revenue. So, like, write, you know, write a four star or three star review, and I'll be fine with that. You get your points. You come back. You'll be happy. We're all we're all good. Yeah, like I said, it's just it's something that is it is. I've heard advice on both sides. I think just do what feels right mm. for your business, but you know, just just think about that about how how you want your reviews to to play out. Mm. over the mm. over the long haul. So we talked about asking at the right time, but we didn't really talk about what that right time might be. So I wanted to maybe go over some some times that it might be a really good idea to to bring up that you would appreciate them taking the time to review you. And that might be after they experience or demonstrate um, some sort of success with your product or service. So when they've had that positive experience, you've, you've provided them with exactly what you wanted them to get out of their experience doing business with you. Um, that's a great time when they're feeling really positive about um, their dealings with your business to, to ask for a review. Mm. I think adding it to like your email list, like at the, maybe at the bottom of your newsletters, uh, mm-hmm. things like that, you know, cause it, it's a part of marketing as far as just trying to get them to do that. Right. So yeah. you got to make sure it's in front of them six, seven, eight, 10, 15 times before you'll catch them at the right time where they happen to be in front of their computer and be like, ah, oh, you know what? I got three minutes. I can write a review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you just have to think about their experience with you as a customer and when like, don't, don't ask them when they check in at the hotel. Right. So um, make sure they've had some experience with you, your service or your product. 
and that you've had maybe some indication that that experience has been positive. So maybe it's when they repurchase or reorder or after their, their third month doing business with you, after they tag you, you, tag you on social media, um, if they refer another customer to you, that's probably a, a good indication that they'd be happy to give you a review because essentially they just gave a one-on-one -on -one review of your business to a friend of theirs. <laughs> That reminds me of a, there's, so there's a restaurant that we go to here. Uh, that's a, like kind of an upscale restaurant and they give out review cards when you get there, like when you sit down at your table, but they don't give you the pen or the pencil. So you're seeing all the questions, you're, you know, you're seeing basically the questionnaire without Ooh, actually having to fill it out. And at mm -hmm. the end, when you go to sign the check, that's when you have your pen to be able to fill that's out. That's actually a bit clever. Yeah. Right. I mean, that it doesn't is, yeah. go through the internet, but at least they, they're getting their feedback of like how mm -hmm. things are going. And but they're, they're, they're putting that question in your head there. that you're thinking through the whole time. That's yes, super how clever. The service, you know, with, yeah. the, with the waiter or waitress, yeah. how, you know, the bus boy, the, the, you know, the whole thing. So what I like about um, that is they're getting the Intel. It's not public. It's an old can... place too. It's not, it's not. Yeah. A new place. But they can use that Intel and they can also, um, particularly if they, maybe put in the fine print, they could put, um, you know, take anything written in that, the, those cards that's positive and, you know, quote it as a testimonial on their website or on a social media oh, yeah. graphic. Yeah. Um, it won't be like on a public online review site, but it's still, um, a form of social proof. Social proof yeah. So yeah, yeah, I like that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know why I just thought about it, but uh, we'll have to. This this place has their own salad maker. They have one per, like one person on staff that just makes this, the salads are so fancy. Wow, they have, like pieces I of love art. A good salad. It's really it's really good. It's really fancy really good. salad. Well, we will have to go to the Franklinville Inn. Oh, we should maybe we should we should tag them in the uh, in the comments. Why not? Respond. Yeah, we're talking, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll go visit and then we'll leave a review. Yes, we'll leave a review, <laughs> public and private. Uh, <laughs> Ross makes the point that many podcasters are also in business, and positive reviews, particularly when their podcast is topically related to their business, could help other listeners decide to become customers or clients. I would prefer that review be, personally, as a business owner, I'd prefer that review be on a review site than on yeah. a podcast app or platform. I'm the um, same. I mean, you yep. can copy and paste it um, or use like a plugin to get those reviews onto your site. So at least it's it's part of the, you know, you search, can. but it's not giving you the SEO, the same SEO that having like Google right. re link back yeah. to you. Totally. Um, so it's, a, you know, this is it's just another piece of the puzzle um, to have to have to figure out there. Yeah. Mm, so if I'm mm. a podcaster with the business, I would work on my review strategy, but I wouldn't depend on my podcast as the funnel for that. Yeah. Bam, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah <laughs> see i knew see oh jen thanks so much for carrying the baton for this episode and oh for... my gosh well i didn't get through all 20 pages of my notes but i, think, <laughs> I, I, I know that we could do a whole other episode just on totally it's totally such huge, it's such a huge topic i mean yeah we we didn't get to everything but i think um i think we got to my goal which was to convince people that online reviews are important and if you have zero online reviews start thinking of a strategy to change that because mm, mm. i haven't yes. really focused on them but i've i've made notes i've been writing you have given me <laughs> lots to think about jen thank you Ge see genius i go back to it genius all right we've got segments that oh my gosh i ran my mouth way too long we might go a little over uh, okay all right, that's all right We're, we'll go through it fast let's just do the america versus australia 
Okay, this is because I want to have some fun. I always feel like every episode I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So I'm like, I have to bring the Australian to the show. So what I've done is come up with three things or three phrases that you need to know if you're going to do business with Australians. All right, so if you've got an Australian client or if, if an, uh, actually, let's turn it back the other way. If your Australian coach says to you, if you need some help, just sing out. What does sing out mean? Call out, reach out. I mean, I've heard you say that before. So I didn't turn your question into a jingle. <laughs> That's right. You sing. No, it is. It's just asking <laughs> for help. But I didn't realize that this was an Australian thing. And I say, just sing out. Sing what? Sing what? <laughs> sing what? You don't need to sing. You just need to ask a question. You just need to say, Sam, I need some help and it'll be good. I'll know that you're just singing out. Okay. I love All it. All right. This one. Okay. So if I say Jen and Joe, just have a crack. What does that mean? Just give it a try. Just try it? Yeah. It does. Okay, okay. All right. That's an easy one. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, right. I'm going to have to up this next week, clearly. I think so. Because, well, I've been dealing with you for a long time now, Sam. Oh, you wait. You've just, you know what you've just done to me, don't you? You just wait till next week. All right. I'm going to give you another one. And I know that you're going to get this one. But if if we're celebrating because because Ross has given us a five-star review on iTunes and I say it's my shout, what does that mean? Uh, that I, I don't my think. Shout, oh, come my shout. On. Yeah. Um, my win? Like my. No, it means I'm buying this round of drinks. It's my oh, shout. So you need yeah. to know this because if you say my shout in Australia, it means that you're going to be buying a lot of drinks. <laughs> oh my God. My shout. Okay. I like that. Okay, I like that, that. That I didn't know. And, oh. and I'm going to ramp it up for next week, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is so much fun. I love the segment. I It's. It's giving me new vocabulary words and I'm a nerd. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you want to know more, Jen, just sing out. I will. Yes. Sing out. <laughs> I need more Australian phrases next week. <laughs> Look, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Uh, we have about three minutes. Did you, did you want to do your grind, uh, Grind My Gears, Sam? Do you know what? I think my Grind My Gears is a whole new episode. I'm going to throw it to you after we finish recording. I love it. I love when that happens. All right. But I, Joe, I, can do my, I can do mine real quick. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, obviously, I'm a tech-oriented person here, and uh, when you call up with a new cable modem and you tell them, hey, I want this faster service, and they're like, oh, okay, uh, it should just work. And I'm like, what do you mean it just works? Like, oh, just plug it in. It's good. It's all good. It'll work in like 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, it won't just work in 30, 40. I know it won't work in 30, 40 minutes. And no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. Just, just, just plug it in. It's all good. It's all good. So then you hang up the phone because they pushed you off the phone because they just didn't want to be bothered. 20 minutes later, I'm back on the phone calling. I'm like, look, the last guy did not want to help me at all. All he did was like send me the little link to click to uh, you know accept the faster speed that I just upgraded to, which is awesome, cool. But uh, it's not my internet is not working at this point because at all, uh, and I need it to be working. And uh, so then the lady on the phone just took the time to you know do all the input that needed to be done that he just was not bothered, didn't want to be bothered with. Wish I left a review on the end of that. Call I was just about to say, did you so leave a review? <laughs> ticked off. You were so mad. Because I knew, I knew, like I knew it was not going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to work. Because I kept asking, I said, so you say it's going to work in 34 minutes. So is my internet going to continue to work and then get faster in 30, 40 minutes? Or is it just not going to work at all until 30, 40 minutes? 
no, it'll, it'll work. It'll work. And I'm like, dude, you like, nah, you're not, you're not helping at all. I should have just picked up the phone and called again and got somebody else right then and there and not waited. Bad service. I mean, Comcast Bad takes service. a lot of, a lot of blame in, in this country for a lot of, you know, for being among the worst, uh, in customer service. But you know, that was just somebody didn't want to do their job. Do we have a sound effect yet for grind my gears? No, but I, I need to find I need to find out. I need to find one. Uh, we're le- we're leaving we're leaving that with, with you, Joe. That's my grind. It's balls my in your court. Uh, all right, I will, we want I will a sound find, effect. I'll find, says, I, I'll find I gotta find one for American versus Australian. We could play some background music for that as well. <laughs> Do we have I'm so excited. Cool thing? Do we have one cool thing? Boom, boom, boom. We've been rapid fire here. Uh, I I was thinking about it before this. I don't have a cool thing okay. this week. I don't um, either. There are no yeah. cool things out there this week that yeah. we would have found them. <laughs> yeah, right. Same old, same old. Hey, how about if you're listening and there's a cool thing that you want us to look at, let us know. We would like to review one cool thing. We're yes. geeks. We are we are hungry for something cool. <laughs> yeah, send us a uh, yes. mail. mail. Send us, us something uh, that we can uh, questions at businessgeeks.podcast. It's not in or... our nature to find them naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I've been digging in the backyard, but <laughs> help, us, help us. Help us. Well, I found I found a cool thing. I found a dead mole in my front yard. That's a cool thing. That is not cool. Ain't my ba- no, it is because thing. my backyard is totally torn up because of these things. I have a chipmunk oh. infestation, and by infestation, I mean playground. Oh, that's I love good. chipmunks, and I can. So I feel like this is not fair. I'm stuck here. I can't get on a plane. We don't have moles here. We don't have chipmunks here. <laughs> oh, you got a plenty we of just... things that'll kill you, though. <laughs> I know, right? So just quickly, there you go. I remember show. when we we're at MapCon at Indie PodCon, and Brent Basham said to me, "I'm not coming to Australia. There's like." deadly animals everywhere. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're walking down the road the other day and someone has got on their fence a sign that says, just be careful, there's a red belly black snake that we've seen in the garden. And I nearly took a photo and sent it to Brent. I was like, oh, okay, I'll look out for the snakes and just get walking. <laughs> oh, by the way, just a poisonous snake around, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Ah, uh, we're tough down here. Yeah, I thought you were just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling down to the ground and like chop its head off or something. (laughs) No, Uh, you know me. You know me, Joe. (laughs) I would scream and run in the opposite direction. I can pretend that I'm all like that, but I'm not. I'm pathetic. (laughs) Well, I don't know if this is a new segment, but in Wildlife Corner, Sharon says we have a bird's nest with babies in it, and the mom and dad are feeding them nonstop. Aww. Oh, that's so cute. You touch the birds, don't the mom not come back or something? Oh, yeah, it's your problem now. Oh, and Lorraine. Yeah, that has, is true. That is true. We have the wrong subject for our podcast, obviously. Um, the, Lorraine <laughs> has the bats flying by in the evening, and that's cool. Anybody wow, else having okay, wildlife yeah. visiting? Have, I was going to say, Wildlife Corners just taking wildlife over. Wildlife Corner is yeah. taking over Business Geeks <laughs> podcast. Clearly, we chose the wrong topic, guys. <laughs> I wish, you know, I've had a, a, I had a squirrel in my living room last year. He came down the, the chimney. And I thought there was going to be a bloodbath between Meatball, my 150-pound Mastiff, and the squirrel. <laughs> but sweet, sweet Meatball was scared of him, and he hid behind me. And he was like, hey, do something about the squirrel in the house, Mom. <laughs> so it took all of us to herd the squirrel out the door. Nobody was harmed. 
Uh, Ross has to jump off. Well, so do we, Ross. We're busy. Yes, we yes we're, we're time is up. Minutes up. So I, I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. If, if, uh, if you've enjoyed this episode of the Business Geeks podcast, share it with the business geek in your life. Or if you're Ross Brand, leave us a review. It would be, be greatly appreciated on iTunes or uh, anywhere that you get your podcast. I don't want to say wherever. Yes, Yelp, yeah, Yelp. yeah, why not? We need we need uh, more Yelp reviews for our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you go where people are, right? That's that's the that's go where the people are. Yeah, uh, send us your questions, suggestions, or one cool thing at questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. You catch us next Monday, eight p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and Tuesday, ten a.m. Uh, Australian Eastern Time. Hope you and your families are staying safe during this crazy time. And we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.